of radio. going on everybody we are back this is episode 168 of the dark windows podcast my name is kevin and i'm kevin and i am exhausted <laughs> and i am kind of going is this friday saturday motherfucker it's thursday it should be friday listen i thought fucking tuesday was friday okay well it's also when we get our fucking our Recording schedule fucked over on something that no, no, no. has this, nothing to do with the show. This had nothing to help. do with the show. This was going to work. No. I went to work and I thought Tuesday was that Friday. No, no. It's definitely... Because Tuesday felt like a Friday. It's definitely been point. fucking Monday since last Tuesday, so... Well, I mean... It's been a week. Well, it's not Monday. No. It's fucking no, Thursday. No, it's been a week of fucking Mondays, buddy. Let me tell you. It's it's Monday. It's, no. a, it's a Friday, Thursday, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, that's not the important thing. No, what's important is this week we decided, you know what? Because after discussing what we were going to do for the podcast and realizing, fuck that. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> you know what? We're, we're <laughs> as I have written, we were working in the DWP zone or well. Between each other, we're going. Hey, he was he was he was something like a fucking like really bad pizza restaurant like laser tag thing. But it might be good. I doubt. No, no, no. I mean, like either like it's 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 definitely a pizza place and it has laser tag, but the Uh pizza's not good. Is what I'm getting Uh at. Okay. Well, Kevin was working in Fortress DWP, yes, sir, and I was at fucking home. And forward <laughs> operating base, dark windows. Yeah. 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 Yes. Chain of command works, buddy. Yeah. yeah. You, you come back here for, uh, <laughs> for the important shit. You're in the, f- I'm back here with the important people. Oh, you know, you, yourself and you. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so what last week, I don't know what night it was. I think it was maybe Thursday night or maybe it was Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Again, we decided or Kevin mostly decided because we were talking about um, doing some monster stuff. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do a fucking monster mash. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to do this topic that we're looking at. And I'm currently watching fucking Monster Squad. So this is probably what's going to happen. Seems like a pretty good idea. I've never seen Monster Squad. Are you Squad. fucking serious? No. Oh, my God. How have you never seen Monster Squad? I've never seen it. Motherfucker, it's so good. You have Prime? Yeah. Go home and watch it. It's free. It's fucking okay. great. Well, oh, so good. As Kevin, it's the fucking Goonies meets all of the Universal monsters. It's amazing. Okay. Huh. It's so good. All right. I'll have to watch it then. You fucking better. So we are doing for this week a monster mash setup. Yes. So what what I've done, what we've done as a team essentially. But hold on. Is, but we're making a substitution now. Yeah, fuck mummies. Mummies aren't yeah. real. They're no, like skeletons. No fucking mummies. Now, mummies and skeletons aren't real. We're, so we, fuck we, we have we have uh, gone out to the bullpen and we brought in the witches. <sighs> what we've and happened. What, what's happened here is we've wrangled assorted witches, Frankenstein's, Wolfman's, creatures from the Black Lagoons, Dracula's, 
Water zombies. And these no. are just basically like the primary ingredients for our monster mash. And we're going to just slam all this shit into a pot and try to make somewhat of a, a Halloween gumbo. Uh, and it's probably not going to work good. But you're going to listen to it anyway because fucking why not? <laughs> what else are you going to do for an hour and a half? Fuck it. Because sit shit, in traffic right? and listen to the radio and listen to people bitch about shit that's not I mean, real? Honestly. When you can sit here and listen to us bitch about stuff that's not real? Come on. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's you start you this lead off. Us off. So, werewolves. We all know them. Well, I've seen them on the big screen. Some of us have seen well, them in real life. Some, yeah. Some may know this, but they are not kind of real. Well, maybe not totally real. I mean, unless you count um, Dogman. Werewolves known, Dogman, yes. Okay, fine. Um, because we've had the argument before. They I are different. I well, Dogman is always a dogman. A werewolf is a guy that can turn into a wolf. True. So dogman is always the thing. So True. Or people just think that, you know, I think we also kind of came to the conclusion that some people think that they're, you know, don't really know. Because, I mean, I'm I'm kind of like on that, that one that's on the fence of saying, um, I don't exactly know if they are. But, I mean, I've heard people, it's like, I don't know what the hell the show I was listening to. But people say that, you know, this one lady was saying that she actually talked to or knew some people that were werewolves. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know about that. I don't know. But. I'm, I'm Sounds well to me those... like you know people that have some mental health problems. Maybe. You know. But some people throughout history have been declared or have declared themselves to be a werewolf. And. You know, with the, there was like, well, we were dealing with the witch trials and shit here. Europe went through a really extensive series of oh, werewolf yeah. trials, oh, yeah. which we could fucking cover just that because there oh, were yeah. so many of them. Yes. And they were everywhere from fucking like England into uh, France, Spain. Uh, fucking everywhere. France was like the Fucking like Mecca. the Scandinavian area, like Norway, all yeah. up through there. Oh, yeah. They were all over the place. France seems like it's kind of the Mecca of of uh, werewolf um, sightings or people claiming to be a werewolf. Have you ever seen French people? Uh, yeah. Explains it. I have. So Hairy, smelly. <laughs> the, probably the best known is Peter Stube. Uh, he was from uh, Bedburg, Germany. Uh, and during the 15th century, he killed many people. Uh, he was uh, cornered by some men after they said they saw him shapeshift into a wolf. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. captured him, and before he was killed, he confessed that he had, quote, magical... I'm sorry. He confessed to having a, quote, magical belt that allowed a... him to turn into said wolf. And the magic belt thing is a pretty common one also because that yeah. goes back into like belt or or um, a pelt or something like that. What the hell was it? it was one of the uh one of the Norse sagas where they were like, "Oh yeah, no, no, we have belts that were given to us by Yeah. you know, uh in the uh Volsung. Yes. Uh it's in, in 1521 in France, two gentlemen named Pierre Bergault and Michel Verdon allegedly Neither one of those are real names. <laughs> Maybe they allegedly uh, swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have 
an ointment that turned them into wolves. Uh, they were just crazy, and when Got caught, that fucking they dog grease, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they confessed to killing several children, and they were burned at the stake, like so many other people were fucking burned. But the problem is, like when you, you know, something that the the French back then didn't realize is that when you get a confession out of someone under duress, mm-hmm. they're probably like, if you are like jamming shit under people's fingernails and like well just tell us what you know tell us you're a werewolf they're gonna be like fucking i'm a werewolf well and not not the best confessions not the most accurate well not everyone needs to be put in the spotlight or be uh tortured to confess such as the next person that we're going right that i'm going to talk about um this guy goes by that name well his his title in history is hans the werewolf he was active in Estonia, and I never knew anything about. <laughs> That's not a, a real place. <laughs> what Estonia? Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's somewhere between the, you know, there and there. It's in it's the like Lithuania. It doesn't exist. Uh, or Yugoslavia. Well, that's another one that actually doesn't exist anymore. But whatever. Well, so Estonia and much of the Baltic region uh, were especially rich hunting grounds for witch finders, uh, as the pe- peasantry were still practicing paganism and other associated folk magic yeah. in, into early modern period, which means they often accuse one another of casting spells. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what they fucking do. So the God-fearing authorities interpreted such acts as accusations as satanic witchcraft. Of course. And they were put to death. The peasantry also believed wholeheartedly in werewolves. In the... Uh, detriment to many. So, yeah. Hans would be arrested and be charged as being a werewolf. He was only 18 years old when he was captured, and he was quick to confess so to he, being a he, werewolf. He gets charged as an adult. Yeah. No, uh, no, no kitty jail for you. No, I mean, when you're a werewolf, you're fucking, you know, like, your life's half over, you know, at 18. Right. Um, so he admitted that he had hunted as a werewolf for two years. I mean, honestly, at that time frame, eighteen years old, you're that's like midlife crisis time. Like, that's when you need to meet a girl like younger than you and buy a sports car. Eighteen years old back then is like shit. Sure. You better have some money saved up because you're gonna die soon. Sure. You know, somebody's got to pay for that funeral. So he admitted that. He was a werewolf, and he had been so for two years. Um, they got the confession without any use of torture. Nothing. Um, he claims that he did not take on the form of the werewolf willingly, like so many. He said that he had actually been bitten by a man wearing black garments, whom he later described as being a werewolf. I mean, that's a crazy person. Well... It'd be like today getting bit by a hobo. Like you, you're riding on the subway and you get bit by a homeless man. You're like, I'm going to turn into a werewolf now. Well, many during this time, you don't say that's a hobo or homeless person. No, you believe that this person is vagrant Dracula. No, <laughs> this person is the devil. Ah, oh, because yeah, yeah. this is the whole satanic craze. Of course, and, you know everything's the fucking devil. Ye old satanic um, panic, and. This mention of satanic forces qualified satanic, you know, mumbo jumbo was mm-hmm. running around and everybody, you know, oh, 
He's a werewolf. Of course well, he that's, is. That's Satan's work. So, you know, he's going to be tried like a witch. In, yeah, yeah. You know, and thus, you know, going to be sentenced to death. Of course. Um, As you do. So, um, he, the judges would take the opportunity to ask, you know, like, very uh, intriguing questions to him, like, you know, basically based on his condition and um, how he became a werewolf um, and kind of like... I converted. Yeah. <laughs> my mother's family were werewolves. My father's family weren't. After he passed, I converted. Yes. Like Rod Carew. Yep. <laughs> Wait. Hold mom's, on, hold mom's on. Mom's Muslim. Hold- Dad's a, you know... <laughs> Hebrew not Jew. all Jews are vampires, is what I'm not not trying to make that association there. What? Rod Carew. Yeah. Converted to Judaism for okay. his wife. And then I was like, I made the comparison between, you know, converting to become a werewolf and converting to become a Jew. And I'm like, Jews and werewolves aren't the same thing. Clear in the air. Just so people can't go, this asshole thinks that Jews are, were- are werewolves. I thought you said vampires. So Hans, during this questioning, he explains that... When in werewolf form, he felt more like a wild beast than a man, mm-hmm. and that he it, believed the transformation it, yeah. to be physical, not just spiritual. It, yeah, kind of goes with the territory of being a werewolf. Is like, well, yeah. I feel like a an animal, if you will, and it feels like I'm turning into an animal because you know werewolves transform. But whatever. Thanks, Hans. You asshole. We already knew all this, but. Fucking 18 there was actually kid. get a job. See, so the funny thing is, is there for this, there was actually no physical evidence that he ever committed any murders. Okay, all. so this smacks of schizophrenia to me. No, it just smacks of paranoia on part of the citizens that. But they he actually, admitted to it <clears throat> because he, with no torture, you said they didn't yeah. torture him. Because what? Well, yeah, I mean, okay, I guess maybe, or he just felt. Um, they would say, as they would say, sinful because he probably was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. Either that, or he got into some, you know, some uh, ergot poisoned rye, mm, and he's hallucinating because that was a pretty common thing too. Well, he was sentenced to death simply on the grounds that satanic magic had been performed upon him to Makes turn sense. him into a werewolf. I can get with that. Makes sense. So he was done killed. Yeah. Done killed. Yeah. That's... But he was actually um one of many. And uh, Kevin was saying that uh, um, a lot of people during that time were, or this time, were actually um, being tried for mm-hmm. being a, a werewolf. And he was actually among, I think it was like 15 people i believe that were tried for being werewolves and there was like a whole fucking shebang going yeah you just on. fucking round them all up and do yeah. it all in one shot because i mean well because transylvania you know being a big one is in this area yeah so was well i mean the baltic region yeah i mean it so. doesn't exist anymore though it's been assimilated into romania it's oh. a region but okay. it's not like its own country like yeah. it was so yeah, so that's uh that's a werewolves. So what's your uh first one? So we're gonna 
stick in that same time frame, we're going to jump to 1972. Oh, <laughs> that's a very uh, good time frame. Yes. You were uh, you were a, just a, a young whippersnapper, like 15, 16 years old, so <laughs> getting your driver's license uh, and shit. Yeah, go fuck off. So August 1972, a pair of teenage boys are hanging out at the beach uh, of Thetis Lake near Victoria, British Columbia, up in Canada. No shit. Yeah. Um, you know, they're doing God knows what. It's They're doing lake shit. You know, I don't know what the fuck you do at a lake. I go there to fish. I don't know what weird people do there. They're like fucking water skiing or whatever, building sandcastles. I don't fucking know. They're, They're fucking do- smoking pot. They're hip. This is 1972. Come on. But it's also Canada. They're still smoking the reefer. So, I mean, technically, it's like 1952 there. They're still smoking the reefer. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that like this is still like greaser time in Canada because they're like 20 years behind us. Mm, they still smoke the reefer oh. in 1950. They also just got like Terminator Three in theaters uh, recently, so. Aha. Uh-huh. But anyway, so I mean, they're they're, they're gonna <laughs> Canada's gonna have COVID in, in like a decade. That's when they'll finally be like, oh hey, what's this all about, eh? <laughs> oh, this is bad. I don't like this at oh, all. Oh boy, <laughs> you're, you're stepping in the deep end now. What? You're stepping in the deep end with what? <laughs> Guess they've had COVID already. Oh, for fuck's sake. Damn you. If anybody takes anything that I say seriously on this show seriously, you're fucking dumb. Seriously on this show seriously? Yeah, because I, huh. you know, whatever. <laughs> Cancel me. Fuck you. Try it. <laughs> you're canceled. Yeah. Stamp. Oh, no. All four of our listeners are going to not be able to hear us anymore. Hey, listen. You know, no, we've not had... super worried. <laughs> We have more than four. I accidentally stabbed myself just now. We have at least ten. Yeah, we got like twelve. It's fine. All right. And they um, just, you know, they just got up to got us up to four thousand. Anyway. you know, downloads. Yeah. So they're they're you know, fucking about at the beach, fucking um, about. And then as they're kind of standing there, they notice the water kind of offshore is kind of just starting to, it's like roiling a little bit, almost like almost looks like the water's boiling, <gasps> like shit's moving around. Water zombies. So. No, water's that dry. Shut the fuck up and let me talk here, and we'll find out shortly. God damn it. So as they're standing there watching, this giant silver-scaled head crests the surface. Oh. They stand there, they're standing there shocked and curious and probably a little scared, and uh, they're watching this thing as this creature steps up out of the water. Hey there, hoser. <laughs> What's up, milk drinker? What you doing? Back to you. <laughs> What the fuck's this? This is the most polite monster I've ever seen. Um, so th- this thing's standing there just staring at him, and they do what any normal human being would do, and they fucking beat feet back to their car. Mm-hmm. As they're running, the one in the back looks over his shoulder, and this thing is hot on their heels, just running, web feet slapping on the concrete or dirt or whatever the fuck they're running on. Well, you said it's 1950s, so they're definitely running on fucking dirt. Well, so they're headed back to their fucking horse-drawn carts. <laughs> you know? uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> their woodies or whatever they had. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Yeah. Back to the Packard. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so we like Canadians, except for, you know, Quebecers. They can go yeah, fuck themselves. They're... they're not even real Canadians anywhere. They're nah, just Western French. That's exactly. Almost makes them sound like they should be cowboys. No. But they're really not. They're just assholes. Yeah. The rest of Canada, super fucking cool. 
Oh, exactly. Quebec could like fall into a giant sinkhole, and I don't think anybody would even notice. I don't think they, I don't think other Canadians would care. They would probably celebrate. <laughs> they probably would. Viva la Revolution! Oh, fuck that! <laughs> like, hey, let's. Uh, so now that they're gone, we're gonna like pull like Nova Scotia and St. John's and New Brunswick. Not not New Brunswick. That's a city. And uh, you know, fucking Newfoundland. Just gonna like bring him in and be like, hey, buddy, just hug him, just pull him in close. Yeah. Be like. Hey, you you can actually come back closer now. We, it's okay, they're gone. Come back. <laughs> no, no, really. <laughs> so they get back to the vehicle, and as they're climbing in, the creature lunges towards them. Uh, the boy that was the closest to it gets an immediate burning sensation in his arm, and as you know, he doesn't really notice it at first. Oh boy, he's got the herpes. He's he's got the clap. Uh oh, fucking. Water syphilis. That, that's um, you know the only way to cure that. Cut it off. So as they're as they're driving, like they're tear assing out of this parking lot, and the kid's like arm is starting to burn, and the driver looks up, and the thing is still chasing him down the down the road. Um, so let me. Oh shit. So they they end up going to the closest uh, RCMP office, which is Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and the. They kind of, you know, the officers take their statements and um, they find it believable enough that they decide to go out and start looking for this scaly terror in the, in the lake. One of the officers says, quote, the boys seem sincere. And until we determine otherwise, we have no alternative but to continue our investigation. So instead of here, like, I don't know, 10 years previous to this in that neck of the woods. With Mothman, where they're like, ah, oh, you kids are out here just smoking dope, you bunch of psychos, you ain't seeing nothing. And just fucking not doing anything about it. The Canadians are like, mm, we don't have anything better to do because we're not actively killing the Vietnamese. Fuck it, let's go take a look. <laughs> we don't have any wars to fight. We let the Americans do that for us. We only so. join in if we have to. Yeah. No, we only join in if the British get involved. Ah, that's true. Because we have to. Yes. Because the fucking lizard queen is still on our money. True. Um, so after a few hours of searching, the Mounties come up completely empty-handed um, and end their hunt. Four days later, another encounter takes place at the same lake, but just on the opposite side of it. So there's uh, two younger boys that were 11, 12. So they were a, f- a few years younger than the original uh, the original pair are sitting on a small dock fishing. So, so they're doing blow. I don't know. They're probably just drinking Coke <laughs> and like fishing because they're uh, like 10 and 12. So. And since this isn't like fucking New York in the 70s, I'm pretty sure they weren't doing drugs yet. Ah, it's true. You know? It's true. This is 1950s. Yeah. This well, is the 70s. Well, this is 70s, you know, Canada, but it's 1950s. So it's it's. Canada is still in black and white at this point. So it's basically fucking <laughs> leave it to Beaver. No, yeah, well. Or. It's Andy Griffith Andy with Griffith. a bad accent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go fishing, Pa? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, Oh. Hey, uh, hey, Bernie there. What you doing, bud? Hey, pal. <laughs> fucking, oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so these kids are, are just kind of fishing. And, um. This encounter was far less intense than the previous one. Uh, these kids were just, you know, they were sitting there and out of nowhere, this head just kind of like pops up out of the water. 
looks at him and then just sinks back down in. And they were smart enough that they fucking split. They're just, see ya. They went back, they went to the same RCMP office because it was the closest one. And uh, one of the boys would tell one of the officers, quote, it came out of the water and looked around, then went back into the water. Then we ran. Its body was silver and shaped like an ordinary body, like a human being body. You know, like an ordinary body, you know, human body. Not one of them fucking, I don't know, fish or something. Um, (laughs) But it had a monster face, and it was all scaly with a point sticking out of the top of its head and great big ears and horrifying eyes. Uh Uh, Very descriptive. Thank you, Johnny. You may go now. (laughs) I don't know about you, Hoser, but... uh, I don't know if if they use the term hoser over that way because that's like that's like california canada oh yeah. the bc is just like full of stoners and it's true fans of really bad hockey teams so they talk they don't know there they talk normal they're like yeah. yeah they're not the fun canadians they're not like from like ontario or yeah calgary saskatchewan yeah i know you know i like midwestern canadians yeah. they seem pretty cool you know yeah the uh, the maritimers seem pretty neat too like Nova These, Scotia, they're like, that they're way, like the, but... the, like, you know, the West Coast melting pot, you know, kind of like uh, Oregon, Washington, where it's like they're the melting pot of everywhere. You know, people come from the East Coast and whatever to live there, and they're like, hey, we have no wow, accent. Wow, the weather here sucks. Great. Let's stay. We have no accent, so, you know, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. That's their yeah. fault, though. Uncultured swine with no accents. <laughs> Uh, so the Mounties again spring into action and they start looking for this critter all over again. And again, they come up empty on evidence. Hard to find footprints in the water. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> they did get one clue, uh, but kind of take it for what it is. August 26th of 1972, uh, the prov- uh, the province newspaper got a call from a man that said he had been... Uh, Molested? No. no. He-, he had not been fingered by a water lizard. No. Um, Damn. He had lost his pet Tegu lizard, which I had to look it up. Um, Tegu lizard? Tegu. T-E-G-U. Yeah. So, and he's like, that's what everybody's seeing. So I had to look these up because I had no friggin' idea what they are. On average, they're about three feet long. Uh, They're a black and white lizard from Argentina. They kind of look like a, almost like a monitor lizard. Okay. Um, A lot of the time, if you ever see like those like lizard skin cowboy boots that are like black and white. That's what the, that's where those come from. Uh, um, they're also quadrupedal, and they have a tail, and they're not human shaped. So definitely what we're seeing because it totally exactly de- you know, matches the description of being tall and human shaped and silver. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I, so this guy is uh, he's a fucking shill for the government <laughs> trying to cover it up. <laughs> Um, so after years and years, one of the first guys that had that encounter, the initial account encounter, who is now in his late forties, gives an interview to a local newspaper and says that he made the whole thing up. Oh, no one else that witnessed it would comment on the story at all. Cause they got a hold of his other buddy that was with him and they're like, Hey, so your friend said that he made that up and he goes, I'm not going to talk about that. And that was, that was it. Uh, they, Got a hold of these other the two younger kids. Neither one of them wanted to talk about it either. So to me, that doesn't sound like something that somebody made up. Sounds like somebody it, got to him. It sounds to me like somebody's like, I'm gonna, 
I've been having fucking nightmares about this. I'm just going to tell them I made it all up, and maybe they'll pay me for the story. Who knows? I think someone got to him. I don't know. And told him to fuck up. I don't know. I don't know if the Canadian government's that nefarious. They might be. Unless this is like one of the fucking royals' cousins or something. <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. It's yeah, Uncle fine. Alfred! <laughs> you can't shoot Uncle Alfred! Which fucking duke is he? <laughs> the duke... Uh, no, not the duke of Earl. No, damn. So... <laughs> Willingshire. To try to kind of tie this whole thing in... I, I did do, I did have a little bit of a fun fact. It's not really a fun fact. It's actually kind of fucking sad. Um, if you've ever seen the original 1954 Creature from the Black Lagoon, the uh, the creature in it they call Gilman, basically. The design of that costume took somewhere in the neighborhood of 500 to 600 hours between design, build, and detailing and all of that. Um, and all of that was done by a woman by the name of Millicent Patrick. Millicent. That's a fucking old lady name. It is. (laughs) That's a witch name is what that is. (laughs) She's a witch. So why have you never heard of this woman? You want to know why? She was buried. No. Well, kind of. I don't mean buried like um, physically. I mean like she was, you know metaphorically speaking yeah. or whatever. And the man with the shovel's name was Bud Westmore, who was the art director for the movie. They had gotten into a little bit of an argument over the direction of the costume after it was fucking completely yeah. done, like right before they were going to start filming. And she didn't like it because she, she, mu- she must not have liked it or something or was like, oh, She no, did all the work on it. Yeah. And he kept like nitpicking little things and she's like, it's not a not a huge deal. Like, Details with the bottoms of the Uh feet that you're never going to see. And eventually he fired her and took all the fucking credit for it. So this dude is a complete like Hollywood, like 1950s scumbag. Can I I say it? He's a cunt. He is a total cunt. Yeah. Like a capital C, capital U, capital N, capital T cunt. Yeah. That's that's just asinine. Yeah. But but so many people that were directors of that time did that. He wasn't even a director. He was the fucking uh the like the head of the art department for the okay. studio. Well, so he wasn't right. even a director. He was just a piece of shit. Well, so many of them did that because yeah. it was a woman that, you know, came up with it and we can't have that. Well, I don't know if it was even just that or if it was more, you know, jealousy. This woman's a bitch and she's not, you know, listening this woman is not doing what a man's telling her to do, so I'm going to fix that. Or she's just jealous. Or he's just jealous. It's exactly what I just no. said. <laughs> yeah, he was just a fucking piece of shit. Um, but yeah, she deserves more credit for that, and I believe there's actually a documentary out there about it uh, that came out within the last like five, ten years or so, mm-hmm. um, where people went back through and they're like, yeah, they keep you keep finding all these pictures of like the movie, and you're like, like who the hell's this woman with the costume? And people started digging it, or they're like, oh, okay, oh shit, she designed it. Why isn't she in the credits? Mm. Then you kind of start digging, and yeah, guy was a fucking jerk. Behind the scenes, all yeah. fight, feud, whatever. Mm-hmm. Over yeah. stupid shit that does that didn't matter. Exactly. Oh, and by the way, the 1955 sequel, Clint Eastwood was in it. Really? Yeah. He was uh, one of the, like, researchers, doctor kind of thing. Yeah. 
1955 one? Yep. So he was that was a young... Yeah, it was one of his first roles. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love those movies. And the first, the original is on Peacock, so I'm going to be watching that nice. probably tomorrow. Very so. nice. Anyway, what do you got next? So now we're going to switch roles. We're going to go from... So we talked about Wolfman, uh, werewolves, whatever... Now, then we, we did the Creature of the Black Lagoon. Creature, creature of Black Lagoon. Creature of the Canadian Lagoon. Creature of the Black and White Lagoon, because it's True. in Canada. All right. <clears throat> so, now we have made the call to the bullpen. Again. Bring in, bring in the witches and warlocks. Let's go. Bring them in. Cause we, traded, we traded the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> for witches. Because who fucking likes the mummy? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so, oh no, it's a dead guy. Yeah, whatever. Fuck cares. Well, the first one of these that I'm going to talk about is a guy named John Godfrey. <laughs> John Godfrey immigrated to Massachusetts in 1635. Well, that's a bad time to come to Massachusetts yes. and be a witch. <laughs> Can a... confirm. Yeah. So, <laughs> other than the fact that he came um, to the New World probably when he was a teenager and found work as a herdsman. For several wealthy landowners over the years, there's not really much on him other than the fact that he was never married or had children, unlike many of the people at the time. Which back then would, would mean... Because this is Puritan... Oh, yeah. Because And back then that know. meant, you're a witch. Yeah. Not, maybe so he's gay. <laughs> he was known to have a temper, and this is known from court records, um... He is was also known to have boasted many times that he was a witch. Um, during this time, That's many such of, a bad idea. Yeah, That's like they'd be like walking down the street and being like, "Hey, Jim, what's going on? I'm in Al Qaeda." Yeah. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the Taliban. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or hey, guess what? I'm part of the KKK. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I voted for somebody that is not the same person you voted for. <laughs> the, that's the same fucking difference right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, what we're alluding to is that if you don't know or haven't listened to our Salem Witch Trials. A multi-part episode on <laughs> yes. Salem. I don't, was it three parts? I don't fucking I, remember. Possibly. I feel like it was the entire fucking month with Salem. Yeah. Well, so. this was not a good time. To declare yourself to be a witch. Spoiler alert, the Puritans don't like that. No. <laughs> in 1640, he boasted to a carpenter that he made uh, an, quote, absolute bargain with a mysterious man that he would not name. The carpenter asked Godfrey if the mysterious man was the devil, and in response, Godfrey began to skip around and proclaim, I profess, I profess. <laughs> okay, I'm, I've got to say this. Like, the 1600s had to have been like the gayest time ever to exist. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I'm know. pretty sure. Like, just I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, the language, <laughs> you know, I, skipping see, around talking about the devil. Like, get the fuck out of here. See, but the language that we <laughs> think they said. Talked. I don't think they actually did. I think they like. L listen, I don't know. The Puritans did because okay. those people were fucking crazy. I don't care what you want to do with your religion. That's fine. Totally cool with whatever. 
the Puritans were fucking nuts. Mm. Like everybody bitches about like okay, I can't Muslim fundamentalists no. and all that. Like this Jesus is Christ. This they is were... like Christian fundamentalist. Yeah. This is the same thing, except oh, yeah. they don't blow themselves up. Oh yeah, but I mean, it went it went on for. I bet they're still out there. I mean, that whole like mentality went on. Oh, let's see, Jesus and Crow. It's like into the eighteen hundreds. It's probably still going on somewhere. Probably. I mean, well. Sort of still kind of going on with the uh, Amish and the Mennonites and such. Yeah, but they won't burn you at the stake for saying that you're a witch. They might. You never know. I'm pretty sure they couldn't get away with it anymore. Well, nobody's going to buy cookies from the lady that smells like burned corpses. Eh, maybe. Okay. I mean, Amish Amish baking is pretty. I might. It is fucking good. I probably would. Yeah. I, I will. I probably would. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. I, don't, I don't care how many people you got to burn at the stake. Keep making these fucking pies. <laughs> fucking keep doing it. Well, Godfrey's... Blueberry, are you serious? I don't care if you're killing kids at this point. Just, yeah. <laughs> keep making pies. You keep making them. Fucking A. So, Godfrey would uh, go on to also tell another man that the devil did not think kindly to those that did not give hospitality to his witches. He said that the devil would let all the beer run... Out of their barrels, motherfucker. And that he, yes, and that he would give witches the ability ability to clear a uh, not, not to clear to kill with a glare. So they're gonna fucking look at you sideways and be like, then turn their, their turn sideways or look at you and go, mm, you're dead. I just glared at you, you're fucking toast. So it's like scanners; they're just gonna blow your head up. Exactly. Okay. Another good so, movie, by the way, which I'm assuming you probably haven't seen. I think I have, yes. Okay. Probably a long time ago, but yeah, I Yeah, it's been it. a minute, but that's a good movie yeah. still. So, to no surprise to anyone, Gottfried would be charged with being a witch in the following years. Sure. I get it. 19, <laughs> 19, 1658, 1659, consecutive years, back to back. He was a champ. Uh, I, <laughs> but we I thought a- that was kind of like a one-time <laughs> thing where you're like, okay, you're a witch, you're dead. Not nah, you're no. a witch, you may go now. <laughs> he he has multiple championships, okay? Because listen, he didn't go back. He went back to back two years. So in they a couldn't row. get the, the first conviction to stick. Yeah, he went back to back. Then he skipped a few years because in night in 1666, okay, six six six, he would yeah. be convicted of being a witch. But that he's been is. convicted three times. Well, no, he's convicted four times. Okay, I was like, I was say, what because is this California? It's like three, <laughs> and you're done. Three years later, in 1669, he was then convicted again. So what do they do? Just like you're a witch. See ya. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Yeah. Like <laughs> they could never get this stuff to stick. How? So, They're in charge. They're like I know. you're a witch. Die. I know. They did it a shitload in Salem. They did it to people that didn't even fucking say anything. They did it to people walking down the street, like, tending to their fucking gardens. I know. It's crazy bullshit, but... And this guy's like, they're like, well, hey, we've got evidence to prove. I mean... You're a witch. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, in these you know cases, what? Don't witch anymore. Go. It, well, I mean, in these cases, he had co-workers, neighbors, acquaintance, and acquaintances that would testify against him. And he... Even though he's saying, I am a witch... They just no, basically like, no, he's not. no, I no. They just kind of were like, you know, you're fucking full of shit, because they didn't really huh. have any hard evidence or anything like that, other than the fact that he fucking admitted to it. They didn't, yeah, but last time I checked, that's pretty good evidence. But he, but remember, no, that's not true. 
That's not true. Because I was going to say because he's a male. That's not true because Giles Corey. Oh, they crushed that guy to yeah. death. Yeah, that's true. Hard. <laughs> Very true. I got the sweatshirt to prove it. Yes. <laughs> they crushed this crazy old man and all I got was his crummy sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's <laughs> actually a pretty nice sweatshirt, but whatever. Uh, so the next person that we're going to talk about is Agnes Sampson. Okay, she is definitely a witch. The name like that, mm. no doubt. So Agnes was a resident in a little village named Nether Keith, just south of Haddington, East Lothane. Uh, Agnes Sampson, or Samsoin, or... Samsung, as was commonly Agnes known. Agnes Samsung. <laughs> Not Samsung. She, she was a uh, Taiwanese witch in England. She was uh, known as the wise wife of Keith or the vi- a wise wife of Keith, as they, as it's pronounced in Scotland, because that's where she is from. Okay, well, I mean, I could have helped you pronounce it in Scottish easier. Could have just had you drink the rest of that bottle of whiskey and you'd be like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and slammed it out. Yes. <laughs> because that's all, that's all the Scottish accent is, is drunk. Sort of. It's drunk English. I mean. I've listened to it. I've talked to these people. <laughs> I work with one. Yes. Yes. For fuck's sake. It, it's drunk English and it's fucking magical. As opposed to Irish, which is just leprechaun talk, <laughs> ah. but whatever. Oh, I don't know if I'd say that in front of Conor McGregor. He might try to kick me. I, I say that in front of Patrick that I I know it's Irish. Just as much as Patrick yeah, Conor but, McGregor. I, I don't know. He's from Ireland. Yeah, but how scary that. is he? Comparatively. Oh, Patrick's funny. He, he laughs a lot. He called me a He's wanker. fucking drunk. He called Probably. He's genetic. They're born drunk. But he doesn't like beer as much as he does wine. It doesn't matter. Weird, huh? It's made of fucking liquor. We are interested. <laughs> I can attest to this yes. as being partially Irish. Well, yes. I am an eighth Irish, so yes, I can I can attest. If it's got shit that's going to get me drunk, I'm down. Wine gives so, me headaches, but I don't give a fuck. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue. So, records do not uh, precisely indicate her age. Um, historian Peter Maxwell Stewart describes her... Uh, as I feel like that should have had a, the third at the end of it. it have, <laughs> or uh, Esquire. He needs a title with that because that's a fucking name. Or Sir. Can you say that one more time? I think it should be. I think it really should be Sir Peter Maxwell Stewart. I, I don't know. Peter Maxwell Stewart the third. So that makes mm-hmm. you sound like a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. So, or, is, it, so is this like a law firm of Peter, Peter Maxwell Stewart? No, it's his name. But it's oh, all one person. That's true. Yeah, so if right. he's in if he's in business by himself as an attorney, he would be Peter Maxwell Stewart Esquire, which is fucking fancy. That's even that comes with than a cane. Third. It comes with a cane and a top hat. Maybe not a top hat. No, maybe a bowler, that... but it definitely Ooh. comes with a cane. No, a top hat. Like a not not a cane like a, like an old man cane, but like a walking no, stick. It's definitely Ooh, yeah, but with a wolf's head, maybe. I don't know. Like he he's he's the raven. guy that would have a fucking raven. sword built into it. But a raven, like probably hill. just a regular polished like knob thing. He's not. He's he's fancy, but he's not real fancy. Uh, I think he's fancy, and he's got a sword built into it, so he can fight off you know ruffians in the street and whatnot. I think with the name of like Peter Maxwell Stewart, he's a fancy. I think we're tra- well, the point we're both trying to make here is this dude is really excessively white. Yeah. Okay. So continue. Uh, now that we've cleared the air on that. Yeah. So 
uh, he he just basically said that she was middle aged. Um, so she was in her twenties. <laughs> others, other scholars uh, such as Brian uh, Levac refer to as Levac, maybe no Levac, L E V A C K. Hmm. Okay. That's on like white trash French. <laughs> uh, them fucking Levacs down there. We ain't trust them. Yeah. Motherfuckers and their bad bread. <laughs> so he said that she was actually elderly, but who so knows? So she's in her 30s. Maybe. Well, she uh, was a widow with children. Following the death of her husband, she was left in uh, straightened circumstances. Coached in some of the black arts by her father, uh, did midwifery, healing, <laughs> uh, midwifery. Yeah, I know it's just I know it's a real thing. It's just a really funny word to me. I'm sorry. Uh, and she also uh, made predictions and other skills associated with being a cunning woman. Formed the that basically formed a basis of her career. Okay. Um, and this was, uh, this all took place like in the 1500s. I never would have guessed. Yeah. Uh, she usually worked in the local area around Haddington. Those availing themselves of her, those availing of themselves of, of her services came from a wide socioeconomic status, um, ranging from, um, minor gentry like Lady, uh, Edmiston. Lady and uh, let's see, also Lady uh, Kilberton and Lady Roslyn. Those Jesus s- H Christ. I know. She fucking. She and these some... people are all first cousins, and they're all married to their other first cousins. Possibly. Yeah, that's how the Habsburgs happened. Mm. <laughs> uh, through uh, those servants, poor people, as well as spouses of skippers and the sheriff of Haddington, all came to her. Uh, matronly and Sol- uh, Solomon to in character, her attempts at healing were not always productive with varying levels of success. Uh, powders fair. were, huh? That's fair. Yeah. Of course. No, she's not <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> she's got a decent ERA. It's not zero, but it's no. also not like a six. No. She's all right. Um, Good hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> powders were administered. To ease the discomfort of her, um, of her comfort of her customers when uh, giving birth, she chanted prayers to to uh, determine whether someone's malice would be a fatal. If she was able to recite a uh, bastardized from the apostle uh, from the apostles' creed without faltering, her patient would recover. Whereas any hesitation. In her uh, rendering, this was basically saying, you're going to die. He wasn't as good as, as his cousin, uh, Apollo Creed, but Apostle Creed was a pretty good, like, middleweight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, would, I, would, I would say he was a featherweight. <laughs> All I can think of now is just, like, if you took fucking, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> if you took Carl Weathers and did, like, fucking, uh, uh, like, the... F- the first half of uh, Captain America, where you have Chris Evans' head on this like scrawny little dude, 
did that with Carl uh, <laughs> Carl Weathers just on like this scrawny little dude. Yeah, made him like 155 pounds. He's in there just real fast. He's not gonna knock anybody out, but you know, <sighs> Apostle Creed. Yeah, this movie needs to get fucking made right now. Well, it's not Apostle Creed. You said Apostle. Apostles. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, fine. I don't care. Anyway, it's so good. Uh, November 1590, a young maid servant, uh, Gilles Duncan, was questioned by her employer as he suspected she was involved in witchcraft. After being tortured, Gilles confessed and went on to name several others, including Agnes, triggering uh, what was to become known as the North Berwick Witch Trials, the first major Scottish witch, witch hunt, and the inaugural large witchcraft trial under criminal law. So they started like having like witch season? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to buy tags? <laughs> you can't hunt it. You can't hunt it by candlelight. You can only do it during the day. I bagged me the largest witch ever. You better be bringing him into a way station. Because if not, and we find out that you've got just a fucking freezer oh. full of dead witches, I don't care if they get tags on them or not, losing your license. You fucking, you fucked up. Done. Mm-hmm. And you best be having them fucking tagged when you come out of the woods. And you can't shoot them from a moving vehicle. <laughs> Uncle John. Oh, well, <laughs> well, you also have to step back, like, what, 10 feet away? You have to be, have to be 10 feet off the road. Yeah. And, and now, then. technically, do you have to use a wand or or no? Oh, no. Conventional means. Shotgun only. You, you can be out there with a muzzle. Well, I think muzzle loader's a, its own season. True. You know, that I was mean, kind of tricky then, because back, well, back then would it be it would be the season because you know pretty sure they had bows and arrows back then too. Ooh, true. So or yeah. they or do they hunt them with broadswords as well? I, that might be tricky. Uh, well, that's the whole sport of it. You could use spears. You know. Turn the dogs loose and you tree them. <laughs> oh, 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 you wait for them to come down. You just fucking pin them like a. <laughs> you stick them to a tree like a bear. <sighs> Bring out the hounds! Come on, Jeffrey. Uh, now I want to go witch hunting. Yes. So I have uh, a stake in my car, though. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Former host, well, former co-host of the show, found it. <laughs> found a uh, an old thing at somebody's house that he was helping out with and they're like yeah take it and it legitimately looks like a vampire steak and he uh he sanded it all down so i'm like i'm gonna stain this thing Mm -hmm. i just need to find like a non-working derringer i have to build a little box and like felt line it make a vampire kit or just stick a glock in there and be like fuck them vampires yeah well, there you 19 go. rounds, motherfucker. <laughs> Come get it. So Agnes had not initially been detained during the previous springtime uh, inquiries. Um, remaining... She chewed her leg off to get out of the trap. Yeah. Well, she was remained at large or allowed to do what she wanted to do until Halloween. The one that got away. By November, however, she was incarcerated in the uh, toll booth at Haddington awaiting the outcome of her um oh, I'm sorry uh awaiting the outcome of her early investig of the, of an earlier investigation she was transported to Edinburgh was it a dollar 25 to get her out of the toll booth um i don't think this is the, that type of toll booth <laughs> his great great grandson yeah. would go on no. to work in a toll booth on the Massachusetts Turnpike yes or it was 
somewhere like that. Oh, it was the Massachusetts Turnpike. I'm pretty sure with that uh, accent. <laughs> so she was transported to Edinburgh for interrogation concerning the uh, maid servant's claims. The first statement by Agnes in Edinburgh made in the days before uh, the 4th and, or 5th of December is a transcript of her answers to a series of specific, specific questions put to her by the inquisitors. Initially, Agnes described being involved in the Devil's uh, Convention held at Bra two years earlier. Devil Con. Barra? Barra? Barra. 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 Held at Barra two years earlier. Devil Con. <laughs> Devil Con, 1591. They've got Dragon Con, so why the fuck not? Well, I mean, this was like you know, fifteen nineties. So. Dude, I would go. I would go to that just for the cosplay. Jesus Christ, the uh-huh. cleavage. Well, she named several other attendees, including Kate Gray and Davy Steele, both of whom had been executed between late fifteen eighty eight and the end of fifteen ninety. She went on to recap details of her participation in a large convention of male and female witches held at North Berwick. Kirk on Halloween in 1590. Agnes, who traveled to the meeting on horseback, said the devil was present, attired in a black hat and robe. He checked the names of attendees on a register, who then paid homage to him by performing an uh, obscene kiss. Oh, you know what that one is? Kiss SPP. No. Backdoor. <laughs> oh, kid you not the brown eye kiss huh that was that was one of the things was um uh i can't remember which one it was there was some it was one of the older like one of the witch stories where uh part of the pact was they they kissed a black cat on its essentially on its asshole because they said below the tail and it's like well there's only one thing below a cat's tail so True. yeah okay yep huh. out here rimming cats for the devil <laughs> Slipping the tongue in every once in a while. It. Hey, whatever. <laughs> you, do, you, you do what you got to do to make you happy at night. That's all that matters. Uh, so the, the convention drew to a close after they had all danced and been entertained by uh, Gilas playing a Jew's harp. Agnes admitted being present at several Sabbaths and coupled with the testimony given and statements from other accused persons. Uh, attended at least eight meetings in total. That's what she attended. During the course of her early examinations, Agnes fleetingly touched on conjuring poor weather at sea to thwart the king's attempt to bring his new bride to Scotland. When she went on to elaborate that she had been informed by the devil that ministers were plotting against James, uh, the king was beca- became... Uh, yeah, this is against King James. Okay. So he became... Like uh, the Bible guy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he became uh, directly involved in the questioning. Among the deeds, Agnes confessed that uh, to was uh, excavating the bodies for use in com- uh, magical uh, practices. Also, we're getting into some necromancy. Yeah. Nice. The powders she used in rituals were made from the joints of the corpses using instructions she had received from the devil. Uh, at the North Berwick Convention, she participated in opening three graves 
then removing finger joints, the nose, and toes from the bodies. Other corpses had been dug up in Newton Kirk at and, and dug up in Newton Kirk. At her trial on January twenty seventh, fifteen ninety one, Agnes confessed to fifty eight of the hundred and two accusations Jesus. Uh, laid against her. Declared guilty, she was transported to Castle Hill, uh, Edinburgh. The following day, where she was, uh, she was strangled and her body was burned. <laughs> they didn't even hang her. It's just some no. some dude with dirty hands goes up. Right, come here, bitch! And just fight. <laughs> so just choked her ass out. That's is, insane. This is something I found interesting. The cost for her execution totaled six pounds. Eight shillings and ten pennies. I mean, that's that's going right to have somebody strangle an old woman. I guess you know. Nowadays, that's like I don't know, probably like four hundred bucks. Like, hey, listen, we're gonna cut you a check. You should go, uh, you know, strangulate this old lady. You know, make it good. Say say something really good, like you would in a movie. Be perfect. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Another one um, was Marga Bean Bine. B-I-E-N. Was sure. a wealthy German heiress. Uh, she murdered her second husband and her children with him and attended Sabbath held by Satan. Or at least that's what she was forced to confess while being tortured in prison. Right. <laughs> she was pregnant but didn't give, didn't save her from the, execute, the executioner's block. No, no. They don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> As the court believes she was carrying a baby f- uh, fathered by the devil. Ah, yeah. yeah uh, makes sense. So, and these were all actually part of the uh, Fulda witch trials, um, which during these trials, they led to execution of 250 suspects. Nice. Over three years. Jesus H. Christ. Um, and actually, Murga was actually one of the most famous of all of them. And the first to be burned alive at the stake. Hmm. So when people are like, it's such a dark time to live nowadays with everything going on. Go back in time. Mm-hmm. We've done some yeah. real bad shit to each other other than just disagreeing about stuff. No. like yeah, Very true. You know, back then, disagreements ended with someone being burned fucking alive. Or put on a fucking rack and tortured. Yeah. Stretched until you can't walk because they broke everything inside you. As, uh, but it's okay because somebody hurt your feelings on the internet. So, as the guy, one of the directors from the movie uh, Hostel said, if you ever think that any movie, horror movie you see, is like horrific or anything like that, he goes, just remember my movie. And he's like, my movie, we took certain portions yeah. uh, from history, but we left the bad stuff. The Inquisition was terrible. Yeah. To, like, the, the things All they did to the people. All of the shit that they did to people in that movie was stuff that people have actually done to other people yeah. in real life. But, like I said, they left out some even worse shit. Yeah. I mean, when you can take somebody and you have a rope, which is like a hemp rope or whatever... And you strip them fucking butt You fucking naked. cut them in half with a rope. Yeah. yeah. And you run them across it because, you know, and then we, they, they We talked confess. about that in our, uh, our executions episode. Where you put them in the thing called the Iron Maiden. Which they don't know if that was actually fucking... even really used or not. They think it was more used as a threat. I and then they would put people on the, on, the, on the rack or the wheel and just really fuck them up. Because the Iron Maiden's quick. Because that was all lined up to hit 
vital organs, shit like that, main, you know, large arteries. They could go, listen, buddy, you know, we're going to put you in that thing if you don't talk. And then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to talk. Okay, cool. So instead, we're going to put you on that thing instead, mm-hmm. and we're going to break your spine. Yeah. <laughs> Dealer's choice. I mean, we're going to fucking roll I guess you. I'll take the quick one. Sweet. We'll see you at the wheel. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put you on a roller thing, and it's going to fucking stretch you. We're going to boil you alive in fucking oil. Yeah. 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 Well, so pretty it, rad. Uh, so we're going to break your kneecaps. So the last one, speaking of England, um, is England's most famous witch, Agnes Waterhouse, dealt with the devil, cursed people, murdered her enemies using black magic. She owned a cat named Satan. Nice. Which she sent, uh, which she sent to kill her enemies, um, livestock, or even the enemies themselves. Instead of killing, she, you just pissed on their sheets. Exactly. <laughs> She did confess to the accusations, also known as Mother Waterhouse. Agnes was the first witch to be accused and sentenced to death by a secular court. Her trial had nothing to do with the church. She did not repent, saying that Satan had told her she would die by hanging or burning, and there wasn't much she could do about it. Uh, However, her bravado didn't last long. On her way to the be hanged, she confessed to once trying to kill a man and falling and failing because his belief in God was too strong and protected him. Mm. She bre- she died not praying to Satan, but praying to God for forgiveness. Yeah, cuz obviously <laughs> Satan didn't help. <laughs> no. <laughs> he kind of got you in here. Maybe try the other team and see what happens. Well, a little too late, bitch. You never know. <laughs> the Lord may have stepped in at the 11th hour and was like, I see you're on fire. That kind of sucks. So if you say you're sorry, when you die, I'll bring you up here. Maybe, maybe you're going to stand in line for a minute and we'll kind of go from there, but I'm going to give you a shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like shark tank. It's <laughs> All right. So... I like your idea, but I want 65%. Yes. Ah, fuck. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'll do one better. I'll do it for 15%. So this situation, is is, is Mark Cuban the devil, or is he God? <laughs> he might be. I don't know. The Mavericks are pretty fucking terrible. They got that one. Uh, not bad. They got that one good white guy. That's about it. Not bad. But again, it's you can't keep doing that with the franchise. You can't just be like, hey, listen, we got one white guy that's pretty good at shooting. We're going to build around him. And, uh, I mean, it worked for, like, 20 years, so let's try it again. Fuck it. Yeah. You know. A couple white guys. I mean, uh. They're European, but whatever. Whatever. You know. Anyway. So, uh... I'm gonna piss. Let's take a break. Yeah. And we'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Yes, we are. Kevin had to go pee-pee. I really did. <clears throat> That's what three coffees and a bunch of root beer does to you, though. So... So, we've done, at this point, the creature from the Black Lagoon, werewolf. We substituted the mummy for witches because... Witches and warlocks, yeah. Again, mummies are dumb. Yes, they're dumb. It's, it's a dead guy. So now we still have vampire. Yep. And? Well, there's another one, though. Do you have any more, or was that it? No, that's it. Okay. So, 
we're going to, you know, let me just get into it here. With potentially the best sentence I've ever had the opportunity to type. Born May 18th, 1778, the son of a wealthy Glasgow cheese mogul. I want to be a fucking cheese mogul. That'd be so cool. <laughs> um, the man that we're talking about, his name is Andrew Yuri. U-R-E. Yuri, Yuri. I'm going to go with Yuri. Uh, He would receive a uh, pretty high-level education, uh, spent some time studying at the University of Glasgow, where he earned his MD in 1801, and then he would go on to join the Army as a surgeon. Didn't spend a lot of time with the Army. Um, By 1804, he is back at what's now the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow, where he's earned a, uh, a chemistry and natural, I'm sorry, where he's working as a chemistry and natural philosophy professor. This guy would offer anyone in the public at all that was interested, uh, whether they were a student or not, if you wanted to attend one of his lectures, feel free, come on in, you know, sit down and we'll, uh, we'll go over some stuff. And this actually led to the creation of, of quite a few different like mechanical institutions throughout all of Britain. Because this guy was really, really intelligent, like really knew what he was doing when it came to stuff like that. So while instructing at Glasgow University, he met and became, it said associates, but I'm assuming that means that they're like friends, like work buddies, and then like hanging out and drinking beer and shit afterwards uh, with the name, uh, with a name by the man. With a name by the man, huh? <laughs> with a man by the name oh. of James Jeffrey. J-E-F-F-R-A-Y. Oh, he's because, a pompous asshole. I mean, his name's James, so... James Joffrey. <laughs> this he, motherfucker was born with a monocle. Yeah. And like a mutton stash, you know? Possibly. Like the mustache that connects up into the sideburns. And, and he's got a cane that's fucking... But it doesn't have a sword in it. He's got a cane because he's an old man. He was born like 64 years old. Oh, Joffrey. Hello. White crazy hair, bald on the top with like the ring around the outside of it, you know. Hello, my name's James Joffrey. He looked like an evil scientist is what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. So. I got you now. I don't know if he actually did or not. I'm just kind of going with it. We're, we'll just go with it. Exactly. Fuck it. Because it's our goddamn show and we can do whatever we want. Yeah. I don't care. Shh. Hell with you, people. You know? <laughs> Screw it. Uh, so he was the professor of anatomy and physiology. So kind of see where we're going yet. Got a uh, natural philosophy, chemistry, anatomy, I don't physiology. See, I don't see it. You know, I'm not getting it. Okay, well let's keep going then. Okay, keep apparently better. you are blind. I, hey, <laughs> listen, are you talking about my glasses? No, like your brain, your brain blind. Oh, um, this guy actually, this James Jeffrey fella is credited alongside another scientist, another professor, with the invention of the chainsaw. Because the chainsaw was actually invented to remove diseased bone. Okay, yeah. So it was originally invented as a medical instrument. When when was this? Uh, 1804, 1805-ish, somewhere in there. So it was a hand-cranked chainsaw. This was, uh, yeah. It probably looked like an old egg beater. <laughs> I th- actually, I think I've actually seen one of these. They are horrifying yeah. looking. Yeah. And again, this is like the fucking era of, like, do you when you did a uh, surgery or whatever, you had like people watching you. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and, like we're, in an open in a theater. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into that forum. Yeah. This is like that same kind of time frame where the term "bite the bullet" came from. Yep. Where 
because there was no painkillers or anything. And Give uh, lead. Hey, so you got shot in the leg with a cannonball, huh? That's pretty cool. That sucks. We're going to cut what's left of your leg off while you're still awake and screaming. Bite this. Drink some whiskey, too. Yeah. No, <laughs> not too much, because we need that to fucking, you know, spray Well, in there. hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Wait. Stop. Pour it on. Yeah. Drink. Exactly. <laughs> Here, take some vodka. Nobody actually wants this. We're going to use that for, you know, cleaning wounds out. With him and he was talking with his new buddy one night, uh, this Professor Jeffrey, and this is when he kind of explains to Andrew that the only way that they can get bodies for experimentation is by you know you have to go through the police and get the the bodies of hanged criminals. It's the only legal way you can get them, because you know. Right around the same time, there's a couple Irish dudes cruising around Scotland, digging up bodies and making some dead bodies to sell to. Yeah, that's an episode in the future, I promise. Uh, Anybody that digs a fucking El Chapo tunnel to steal bodies (laughs) is pretty awesome. So. So one such criminal was wheeled into the anatomy theater on November 5th of 1818. His name was Matthew Clydesdale. And he had been executed for the murder of a 70-year-old man when he was in a drunken rage. Because, you know, there's one thing we know about the Scottish. Uh, they like to drink, and they have a pretty good temper occasionally. Yeah. They're also genetically cheap, and I'm allowed to say that because I have all three of those things. Um, so- uh, I mean, Agnes isn't really cheap, per se. She's super, like, extra frugal. Mm, I'm not going to say that either. Because <laughs> she might listen to this and kick my ass. So. <laughs> like, listen, are you cheap? <laughs> <laughs> so during this time, people, especially scientists, were fascinated with electricity. Because it's still fairly new. I mean, it's been it around new. It's been around forever, but we've, we've just recently learned how to f- harness it, you know? Yeah, because I mean, lightning's been around since I don't know, like the dawn of fucking time. So. But not many houses had electricity. No, no, no. But like, what I'm talking about is like the control over electricity. Yeah, is very new at this point. I mean, a lot of people were like, "Fuck no, I'm not having electricity in my house. Something's gonna, it's it's not safe or something like that." Yeah. I mean, they were just like, no, dead against it. No, so I'm just going to keep using candles in this, in this natural gas. So Yeah, because my house can fucking blow up, but whatever. Yeah. Who Screw knows it. what electricity will do? Exactly. Jesus. Next thing you know, the Germans will be walking in here and taking the fucking place over. <sighs> Sons of bitches. Um, so in 1780, a, an Italian anatomy professor by the name of, and I swear to God, the most one of the most, like, Ravioli hands names of all time. Uh, Luigi Galvani. Ah, Luigi. (laughs) He discovered that by utilizing sparks of electricity, he could make a dead frog twitch and jerk. See, what I did, uh, I took a dead frog. (laughs) I put him on a table. I'm like, boom. (laughs) Badoopa. So uh, shows were made of uh, scientists would, you know, of electrifying the heads of dead pigs and bulls to like, like their ears would twitch and stuff. Mm. And, I mean, if there's one thing we know, people are weird. <laughs> yeah. So, Yuri and Jeffrey uh, were more showy than, you know, hey, we're not going to bring in a dead pig. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, honestly. So, when people around the city found out what was going on, 
they came in droves to the university because, like we were just saying, there's one thing that People doesn't change. People weird. are fucking weird. You know, like, if we're fucked up enough to watch people fight lions and shit in the Coliseum and then mm-hmm. go watch public executions and throw rotten tomatoes at the corpses as they're still swinging. Why wouldn't you go watch somebody jam a lightning rod up a dead man's ass? <laughs> hey. I mean, fuck. I mean, honestly, you never know, you know, and you might never see it ever again in your lifetime. You so... imagine, like, walking around town and just seeing, like, the billboard for it, like, like the post? Like, Come see. It's Light- like men get- slapped on a wall. <laughs> Come see. Men get lightning rods shoved up ass. <laughs> it's like an old-timey boxing poster. Man versus electricity. <laughs> uh, yes. Shall the men survive? <laughs> Jeffrey brought the corpse. Yuri brought the fully charged galvanic battery. Jeffrey made incisions at the neck, hip, and heels so that they could gain access to different clusters of nerves. Uh, and after he did that, Yuri touched the conducting rods to each cluster of nerves, which caused the body to twitch and writhe and spasm and all that. When he touched the rods to the chest and diaphragm, the corpse looked like it had started to breathe. Mm. So when one rod was applied to the... Oh, sorry, here's a quote. One rod was applied to the slight incision in the tip of the finger. Yuri later described the uh, to the Glasgow Literary, Literary Society... The fist began previously, uh, the fist being previously clenched, that fingers extended instantly, and from the convulsive agitation in the arm, it seemed to point to the different spectators, some of which had thought it had come to life. So they put one of these rods to its finger, and then I'm assuming to the area in the neck, mm-hmm. and the arm's just fucking flying all over the place, and you know, it's involuntary, yeah, movement. We've all seen Young Frankenstein. We know how that works. <laughs> Igor? <laughs> Frodrick? <laughs> Fucking stabs himself in the leg. Class is dismissed. <laughs> and I love when he sits down, you can see that pad in the top of his thigh. Cause you know, so you know he actually stabbed himself. But he had this like three inch thick pad. I have to watch that fucking <sighs> shit. I gotta watch that. Also on Prime. I have to I, watch I, it. That's what I did Sunday. I watched fucking old, <sighs> old movies. It was great. So the experiment lasted about an hour. Uh, Yuri wrote his account of the experiment and even uh, delivered a lecture later on about it. Mm-hmm. Oddly, one of the three Glasgow newspapers took the time to write up a uh, a little bit of you know a little bit of a thing with it. Uh, Yuri, however, wrote down the description of the experiments, <clears throat> noting how convulsive movements movements resembled a quote violent shudder from the cold and how the fingers quote moved nimbly like those of a violin performer. I don't think they actually did, you know, but whatever, that's, that's fine. Regarding the stimulation of muscle in the forehead and brow, Yuri wrote quote, every muscle in his, Oh my God, I fucking hate old timey words. Every muscle in his continuance was still, I was was simultaneously thrown into fearful action, rage, horror, despair, anguish, and ghastly smiles united uh, united their hideous expression in the murderer's face, surpass, whew, surpassing far the wildest representation of a fusilli or a keen. I'm assuming those are paintings. But, again, uncultured swine, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> he compared the results to the uh, the visage of the tragic actor Edmund Keen. Okay, so he's an actor. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I continued reading what I fucking wrote, 
Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> um, he uh, continued, quote, At this period, several of the spectators were forced to leave the uh, the apartment from terror or sickness, and one gentleman fainted. Which is pretty cool. Like, that, that's, that's something to be proud of. You're like, I made that guy fucking pass out. That's pretty cool. So they didn't actually bring him back to life, but it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily a failure. Uh, Yuri believed that if his death had not been caused by bodily injury, there was possibility that his life could have been restored. So if he thinks that if this guy had died of like a heart attack, Mm -hmm. they could have jump-started him and brought him back. Mm -hmm. But because he died of a broken neck, you can't really do anything there. Mm. Right. Eh, I don't know. At that point in time, like back then, maybe you think that way. I, I get that. Yeah, I understand that. So the story eventually takes on a life of its own. Uh, memories and accounts differed from one, uh, from account to account. Um, in 1865, Peter McKenzie claimed to have been present at the Glasgow University Anatomy Theater, uh, and he claims that Yuri had actually been successful and Clydesdale had been brought back to life. He said that he had actually risen, stood up, and uh, had actually started moving forward, and one of the scientists grabbed a scalpel and slit his throat, and then he fell down dead again. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, who knows, you know? Um, so, Andrew Urey actually died in 1857 in London. Um, Michael Faraday, who was a, a, sci- a scientist also at that point. Faraday Cage? Uh, I Faraday. believe so, yes, actually. Yeah. Um, he wrote, quote... His skill and accuracy were well known, uh, were well known as the, as the ingenu- ingenu- oh my God, ingenuity of the methods employed in his research. Uh, it had been stated that no one of his r- results had ever been, uh, imp- uh fuck. Impuffuck? <laughs> Impunged? I didn't, I don't think that's a word, but whatever. Um, so Yuri was actually is buried in another place that we've spoken about before, uh, the Highgate Cemetery, mm-hmm. and uh, there was actually a memorial risen, uh, like erected in his memory at uh, Glasgow Cathedral. But what gets very interesting is the fact that there's a lot of people that consider this to be one of the main inspirations for Mary Shelley's novel Frankenstein. The other story would be that of Johann Conrad Dippel. I think who, Dippel was the main driver. He definitely was because he actually lived in Castle Frankenstein in Germany. But yeah. this is where the electrical component came into it. Mm-hmm. So she, like most authors, drew things from more than one source. Yeah. Um, because Dippel, all he really did, he he didn't so much try to bring people back to life. He tried to create a, um, like a serum kind of thing, to make you live forever. He was trying to. He was a. He was the, um, uh, like an alchemist, and he was trying to figure out like the whole sorcerer stone and all yeah. that shit. So he he wasn't so much <clears throat> trying to bring people back to life. He was trying to make it so you didn't die. Yeah. So you definitely get the the double. You get both sides of it there. So, okay. So let's talk about one of my favorite things when it comes to folklore stuff. We are going to get in, finally, to a vampire. 
this episode. Vampire. Yeah. Peter Blav- uh Oh, fuck. I had this name already. Like, I could say it, and then I went to say it now, and I just, my mouth fucked me. Peter Peter Blagojevich. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even know that you were going to say Blagojevich, but I thought it. Holy Do you want a spelling on this shit? Holy fuck. Peter. That's so fucking weird. Peter. P-E-T-A-R. Peter. Blagojevich. B-L-A-G-O- J E V I C H. I'm I'm not shitting. Use that shit in a sentence. I'm not shitting you. I thought you, that's exactly what the last name you were gonna say before you even fucking said it. Well, because I, I I dumb fucked it and it kind of. <laughs> no, but you were like blah. I'm like oh. I'm like all of a sudden I went just thought of my brain. This is no bullshit. I I said Blagojevich. <laughs> I was just like holy fuck. And then you said it. I'm like whoa. Did we just connect? Oh, God, I hope not. Ah, me too. So he lived in a, uh, a village uh, in the, by the name of Kilsol. Oh, my fucking God. No, I'm pretty sure oh, it's man. not Kilsol, my fucking God. God damn you, Serbia. Kisilova, uh, which would be, if it's the same town, would be modern Kisievo, which is not, not uh, the not capital, like which is Kosovo. But or because Serbievo or something. Yeah, because Serbia has got like the hardest, fu- like aside from Polish, this shit's hard to, <laughs> oh, it's hard fucking... to fucking enunciate. Yeah. It's hard to get out. Um, but this was actually part of Serbia that had that it had been passed back and forth between Austrians, Ottomans, Serbs, mm-hmm. all over the fucking place. Um, so there was a certain treaty that was signed. In 1718, that would actually like send it back to the Ottomans, mm-hmm. and then 1739, it goes back to um, there's the the Treaty of Belgrade, which would bring it back to the Austrians. Socio political shit from the 1700s is hard to figure out. Exactly. Um, the only part of it I know is that <laughs> Vlad the Impaler <laughs> should be. <laughs> If, if you're, like, a super hardcore Christian and you think that there needs to be, like, more, uh, more, uh, uh, like, crusades into the Middle East, Vlad the Impaler should be a fucking saint because he was the first line of defense when it came to that shit because they had to come through Wallachia to get into Europe. And he's like, hold on, hold on. Hold I got some guys horses. sharpening trees. Stop for a second. I'm going to jam this thing up your ass and have horses pull it through you. Please hold. Yeah. <laughs> Remove your hat. No. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, nails. Okay. You sure? You don't want to take it off? No? Okay. Okay. Now keep it. <laughs> Have fun. <sighs> Episode 200, by the way, I think needs to be, because we've been talking about that shit forever. Yeah. So, um, so there's not really a lot known about this guy. Uh, people said that he was uh, a, a, a Hussar, which would have been some kind of a, a soldier, Mm-hmm. Um, other people said he was just a regular ass peasant. Uh, one way or the other, he died in 1725 and shortly after his death, uh, other people in the village start dying from, you know, after very short sicknesses with things that they should have been able to recover from, um, people complaining of stomach pains and then dying people complaining of headaches and then dying, but from the time they started 
having these symptoms to the time they died was just about 24 hours. Within eight days of uh, Blagojevich dying, nine people have died. On their deathbeds, victims claimed that they had been throttled by Blagojevich the night before. So he came in and just choked the bejesus out of them in their beds and then took off. Blagojevich's wife uh, stated that he had actually visited her and asked her for his shoes. <laughs> so she then moved to another village because she's like, Haha, I ain't giving my dead husband back his shoes. Fuck that. Smart lady. <laughs> Motherfucker gave them to me. I'm not giving them back. You were, mar- you, you were buried in your shoes, Peter. You don't need them. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye now. <laughs> she fucking splits. Uh, other stories say that, uh, that Blagojevich had come back to his house demanding food from his oldest son. And when <laughs> the son refused, he killed him. Well, fuck you then, kid. What an asshole. Uh, the villagers decided to uh, to dig the body up and examine it for signs of vampirism because, obviously, that's where you go here. Uh, that's exactly. Um, a vampire. So the signs that they're looking for are hair still growing, beard and nails still growing, and which, no which, decomposition. Which hair still grows. It does. Nails, <sighs> I believe, still grow. No, it's it's not so much that the nails grow, but what happens is... The skin around the ends of your fingernails starts to retreat because it's so thin. So it actually starts to, like, your nail bed, it'll start to, like, go back towards the, the main part of your finger. Which, when it comes back like that, it makes it look like your nails are growing. Because that's as that's going, the meat of your finger starts to, like, decompose backward. Mm. So it makes it look like your nails are still growing. Same thing with your teeth. Like, the, the muscles in your face will kind of contract, and then everything uh-huh. starts to decompose back, and it makes it look like your teeth are still... Or makes you look like you have longer teeth. Um, so the inhabitants of the town demand that... Uh, uh, I can't... I, this fucking word. Camel Provisor Frombald, along with a local priest, uh, be sent for, and uh, they get on with... They get on with uh, the activity of killing this guy again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, Frombald tried to convince them uh, that permission from the Austrian authorities in Belgrade should be sought first. So it's like, before you do this, go to the government and see what they think. Yeah. You know? The locals are like, nah, because this guy has killed nine people. And by the time we send for permission to get it back, who knows how many more people are going to be dead. Um, and they claimed that they'd already tried this once in Tur- like in quote Turkish times, so that was back when it would have been under control of the Ottomans, and uh, they were told no, you can't do this. And then you know they had another vampire by the name of Arnold Arnold Pay uh, Pale. I've got it right here, yeah. Uh, which was uh ten to fifteen years before this. Okay. So, so this has happened in the area before where they're like, no, we tried that once. We asked the fucking Turks if we could just kill a vampire and they said no. And then he kept killing people. So we dug his ass up and killed him anyway. Uh, so together with, uh, with a priest, they viewed the already exhumed body because, you know, we're not asking for fucking permission. We're going to ask for forgiveness. Uh, and they were astonished when they find the characteristics of a vampire are completely there. Uh, the body was not decomposed. Uh, 
the hair and beard were growing and there were quote new skin and nails uh, and blood could be seen in the mouth, which again, that's part of decomposition is you, know, mm. you bloat and all that back then before you can embalm people. Um, after that, the people quote grew more outraged than distressed and they proceeded to stake his body through the heart, which caused a great amount of quote, completely fresh blood to flow through the ears and mouth of the corpse. Finally, the body was burned. Uh, Frombald concluded his report on the case with the, the request that in case these actions were found to be wrong, he should not be blamed. I told these people not to do this. Mm-hmm. I told them to come to you guys first. I am not being held responsible. I'm just telling you, I watched them kill a goddamn vampire. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm not saying it was real. He also said that the villagers were, quote, beside themselves with fear, and uh, the authorities apparently did not consider it necessary to take any measures regarding the incident. Mm-hmm. The report on this event was among the first documented testimonies about vampire beliefs in Eastern Europe. Uh, it was uh, it was published in... You know, I, I hate that I type shit and I go, I should probably figure out how to say that. Nah. Uh, <laughs> and I don't. Wiener's Reich Darium? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a, a Vietnamese news... <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, all those Vietnamese people in, in uh, Serbia. Yeah. Uh, a Viennese newspaper, ah. home of the sausages. Uh-huh. Um, today, not, not Vietnamese. No, Viennese. Just want to make it clear. Today known as D. Uh, <laughs> D. Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> today known as some bullshit German shit. <laughs> bullshit German shit. Dude, yeah. fuck that entire language. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting a migraine trying okay, to read let this me, shit. I gotta try this. I gotta, let, me, let me see it. I gotta I'm going to spell it for you. How about that? Okay. Okay, so, you know, there, D-I-E, which we know that one. That's the, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ready? W-I-E-N-E-R, Wiener, Zeitig, Z-E-I-T-U-N-G. <sighs> Z E I T U N G. Oh, that's uh, Viner something. Sure. Yeah. You pronounce that pretty well, like Zyklon B. So. <laughs> Do me, uh, die, yeah, die Viner something. Huh. Mm-hmm. You remember any of their other names, you son of a bitch? <laughs> uh. <laughs> What are you trying to say? You probably worked at a camp. <laughs> Maybe uh, somebody did. Maybe someone didn't. So th- this story was was posted alongside with, you know, recollections of the Arnold Pale case. Um, and it was widely translated west and north, contributing to the vampire craze of the 18th century in Germany, France, England, it's an, it's an and, Austrian, and beyond. It's an Austrian newspaper. No shit. I kind of figured that when we covered Viennese, you know? Yeah, you dumbass. Uh, so the the phenomena or appearance that the Austrian officials witnessed are known are are now known to accompany the natural process of decomposition of the body. Like we said, it's all natural stuff happening. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have the understanding of it back then. Yeah. Um. So that was our uh, that was our vampire for the episode. 
our Dracula, if you will. So that's uh, we mashed some monsters here. <laughs> Monster mash. We mashed uh-huh. the shit out of them. It was a mash. Such a good song. Anyway. Yeah. So I I, I had a lot of fun with that one. That I was did neat. too. Yeah. It was. Uh... I like just doing random monsters and shit. It's fucking great. Plus, I mean, we figured, hey, you know what? It's October. It was either this or possessed nuns. So like, uh, true. You know. I mean, both are good. This is better. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. True. Plus, I mean, you know, we always like to, uh, for October, we like to do, uh, you know, kind of the creepier side of life. And we definitely didn't do that the last two weeks because we talked no. about a boxer. <laughs> we did not. In the so mafia. we figured, hey, you know what? We might as well at least do that. And then next week, well, we got a special guest. Yes. So, which kind of is going to possibly be uh, the same boat. Oh, yeah, it, it should be good. You know, so, I mean... God's willing, we should be all right here. Yes. I mean... I don't think so. Anyway. But, so, yeah. yeah. We, uh... We done that. We done did the Monster Mash. Hey, uh, also, I want to say to everyone, thanks for getting us to, uh... 4,000 downloads so far and counting for the month. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fucking month. That's freaking awesome. And, I mean, you know, we, I don't usually like to talk numbers, you know, about what our downloads are at. But, you know, we're – Kevin and I are looking at them and we're going, wow, I think we might hit 50,000 downloads for this year. We're definitely going to. And, you know, what I can only say is thanks. Thanks for believing in us and – it's it's not the biggest year we've had, but it's also all the COVID shit. Like I get it. There's if you're still at home, or if you're working at home, there's only so many fucking podcasts you can listen to. And I'm not gonna lie to you, there's shows out there better than ours. There's shows out there that I listen to before I listen to ours. <laughs> you know, I get it. I totally fucking get it because you know. But yeah, and still. you gotta catch up on shit. It, uh, you know, but still, this is uh, it's pretty good for us. We're we're doing pretty uh pretty just, not bad. I just want to say, still, thank you to everyone for, you know, getting us to this point. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of awesome to see, you know, higher numbers and such. And yeah, not too shabby for a couple of idiots from a podunk town in a podunk fucking state. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, realistically, I I think we can say we probably have. Aside from fucking VPR, which is Vermont Public Radio, we probably have the most downloaded podcast in the state of Vermont. Like, based out of the state of Vermont, I should probably. say. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Cause like, I have no clue. I, I don't think there's a lot of other ones out there. I, I know there's know. a and d one that when, when we talked numbers with them, they went, holy shit, wait, what? What? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you trying wait, to we figure should, out how to do this We better? should be talking to you. Yeah. But not dude, not the other way around. It's like, I don't fucking know. We just do our thing, and it seems to work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've tricked people into thinking we're charming or something, but, <laughs> hey, it fucking works. <clears throat> Maybe. So, yeah. So, anyway, with that said, uh, if you're looking for a pair of headphones, earbuds, or a Bluetooth speaker, oh look no further than studio.com. Go check them out. Uh, they got it all. And when you get done finding what you want, put it in your basket, go to... Check out, put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Because why not save a little bit of money? Yeah, who doesn't like you know? saving money? Plus, I mean, Christmas is, I know, coming soon. Shut but your 
I know, mouth. I know, but I'm just thinking a little ahead. There's a guy I'm friends with on Facebook that once a week I get a fucking post. So and so many days left to Christmas, and I'm like, dude, I'm Shut gonna up. cut you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where you're working nowadays, but I'm gonna find you, uh-huh. and I'm gonna stick a paper clip right up your nose. <laughs> Right in the nose. Son of a bitch. Motherfucker. I don't care how many more days there is till Christmas. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, also, you can go over to... Go to ageradio.org and find... Uh, you can find us there. You can find your next favorite podcast there also. Um, yeah, shit, if, if there's something for everybody. If you're looking for true crime, we've got... I th- honestly, I dare say more true crime than we know what to do with <laughs> at Age of Radio. Um, you've got other weird stuff like us. You've got uh, you know, Mysterious Circumstances, which is one of the best podcasts out there. And I'm not just saying that because we're friends with Justin. I'm saying that because he you're trying to blow him a, up. He puts out is. a hell of a, a product, and you know, um, but yeah, there's there's something for everybody. So go give it a check. And uh, if you happen to stumble onto our page there, you can listen to every episode that we have ever done right through there mm-hmm. um or you could go to your local podcast provider and just download them all exactly. just pretty awesome that'd be pretty cool you know yeah and rate review and subscribe wherever you do that and uh yeah i think that's all i got for the for this you know me too next week uh like we said special guest again Again, coming on. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like all of a sudden, we got guests coming out the, you know, coming out of our ears. Coming we got another up. one next month. What the fuck? I don't know. It's crazy. So, until then, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Avita Zane. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.